0: founder. Bob, okay. So look, what's the deal here? Do we believe this? Do we need to rally into the close? Are we going to fade it down? I feel like this is the day, Bob, if if there was ever a day to fade these moves in anticipation of the old rate-driven sell-off and growthy stuff, then this has got to be like the last chance.
1: I actually think it is. I sold some more today, even though I told you that I was going to keep The rest of the bitcoin that i had i think i told you last time we talked about it because i've taken my initial investment out plus uh actually plus double it so uh, i've actually sold some more today and the reason is is i think you're right i think this is one of those last gasps at the highs which i don't think will sustain now before anyone goes crazy on me i'm still a long-term bull of bitcoin but there's a couple of things that concern me that have very little to do with the fed and with interest rates and with growth with growth one of those things is that basically the two largest uh, populations in the world china and india essentially are looking for various forms of bans on cryptocurrencies now there's still a big world out there and there's likely to be some illegal transactions in there somewhere although i wouldn't risk doing it in china quite frankly Uh, but that concerns me a lot and then the other thing that concerns me is that you are I don't know if I agree with what Jerome Powell's been saying, and I was still watching the press conference basically up until when I came on with you guys. Well, he says we're going to get to 2.4% and then come back off. I don't know how we come back off unless there's a rash of businesses reopening. I go back to the November survey by Yelp that said, somewhere in the range of 60% of businesses that close are going to be permanently closed. Now, maybe he thinks that we come back off of the inflationary track simply because there won't be more fiscal stimulus, but I don't think there's a political will for no more stimulus. So I just see rates going back up today. They fell precipitously after the FOMC, as you know, from about 168 and change to about 162 and change on the 10-year. I just don't know if we come back off from 2.4 back down to below 2 and then maybe up later. I think we go up and we stay up inflationary, especially O.J. at the beginning, where they keep talking about, you can't go to dinner more than once, but you can go to dinner seven days a week because you miss it about the or demand concerts or the like. There are exactly there's fewer places for these people to go right So you can see price increases in the service industry. It's the very definition, or at least Milton Friedman's definition, which I subscribe to basically everything Milton said when he was alive, of more money chasing fewer goods. It's literally the definition of that. Helicopter money chasing fewer businesses that are, are there. We just have fewer businesses. Yeah. So I see rates continuing to rise after today's pause, and I see Bitcoin probably falling to a mm. level where I will likely buy and hold it again. I'm not using HODL.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm with you on the disagreeing with the one dinners thing because I do one with my girl and then when I'm at 2 a.m. Call of Duty and I need another round, boom, that's when Grubhub <laughs> comes in. Okay. So yeah, I'm doing two on a regular basis. I got the extra pounds to prove it, Bob. So in the short term, your point about rates <laughs> climbing, this is where I think today is so pivotal, right? Because if one is of the view that market and asset moves upwards, both for bonds and big tech companies in particular, have been driven by QE and bond buying, as opposed to whatever else, then now's kind of time to to consider firing that last bullet. If you think that no new QE or bond buying is going to make these stocks and assets like bonds go down, because in this new framework for AIT, Powell's done everything perfectly here. He pushed up the growth expectations, said, I'm not going to hike. So if that doesn't put a pin in the rate rally and the weakness in some of the durations of tech, then I'm not sure what will, Bob. I mean, that's where I'm coming at it from. Is that the way you're thinking about it as well? Or uh, where do I err?
1: Yes no yes you haven't erred in my opinion now one thing we talked about last time we talked about rates was that i'm looking for that if then statement and that if then statement would be if rates went here we would do this if jobs went here we would do this we still have those same old statements there's no hint of any operation twist or anything like it and basically he says again we're comfortable with what's going on it seems like they're targeting 2.4 to 2.7 if i'm reading between the lines on inflation and it also seems like at least this particular chair thinks he has, he's going to have an easier time taming inflation. And again, I don't know how you do that without any sort of mechanism to increase supply. If you're getting inflation in a low short-term rate environment and those medium-term rates go higher, we saw in housing starts today, how do you sort of slow that down? Do you spike rates automatically without causing a recession, without causing a stock market crash, things that uh, they seem to be viscerally against? I just I'm not saying he's wrong I'm just saying I don't necessarily agree I never come on and say what the Fed should do I more say what I think the Fed will do Uh, this particular chair has been very uh, unique in that he says what he does and then what he's going to do and then he does it and I'm already getting speculation from some of the people I talk to that oh he he doesn't mean it. he's going to go and do something else well he's never done that he's always just kind of said what he did and I think we should listen to him
0: Mm. So when we look at the expectations here and the data, how do you respond to this, uh, Bob, going forward? I mean, is this uh, an approach that you look for better than expected data to have an impact uh, throughout this the uh, uh, dynamic that we're discussing here. Let's, let's say we get a great jobless claim tomorrow. Do you think then bonds continue to show higher yields on the long end, or are we going to see this dynamic where investors go, you know what, well, Powell's not going to hike, and I believe that the 10-year is basically an extension of the Fed policy further out along the curve, so eh, I don't need to sell my bonds even though we're heating up. Is that going to be the case?
1: I think you would have to believe that he's right about inflation. Uh, The Fed doesn't control inflation. They control rates. So I I do think that it's a good time to potentially look at shorting the 10-year futures, possibly shorting the 30-year futures. I haven't done it yet for the record. Uh, But it looks like a good time to look into those kind of trades to me and maybe getting ready for a larger event in equities. That might not happen until June or July, uh, maybe even August. But as you see the dot plots. They haven't moved, but they're more subscribed to a different view. But yet the Fed is remaining this dovish. I think it gets concerning. And I think you have to set up for that concern.
0: Okay, All right. So setting up for that concern, Bob, with a short term fade on Bitcoin, but not giving up the case for inflation that uh, proves out uh, Bitcoin's potential utility, if I'm paraphrasing fairly on that, and then also looking for a little bit of a fade and some of the uh, kind of reaction here.
1: Yeah, no, you paraphrase it perfectly. I'm going to buy a dip in Bitcoin that I think is coming, and I think higher rates are right around the corner again. All right.